are now tuned in to Today with Pastor Jay on WNZF News Radio, where we discuss inspiring and informative news. And now here's your host, Pastor Jerilyn Denny. Good morning, good morning. Wake up. Good morning. It's a beautiful, wonderful, and great day, and I'm excited to be alive, and I'm on fire. Anytime I leave the state and come back, something happens to me. I don't know what it is. I'm a little more, I don't know, outgoing, a little crazy. I I really don't know what it is, but today it's one of those days. I want to say something, though. I want to thank all of my listeners, those of you who have been calling me, texting me, and um, sharing the love because you love my show, whether it's through social media or just meet me out in the street and say, I know that voice, all of that. But I also want to say thank you to those who also have been texting me and calling me and saying things like, why are you talking about black stuff all this month? Well, um, I just wanted to tell you that I'm black. And because I'm black, I, I, I want to talk about black stuff. And there's nothing wrong with it. And it's Black History Month. Black History Month is to remind everyone Um, not just those of color, about the contributions um, that we have made to society. It's not downing anybody else's culture or anybody else's anything. And I'm black and I want to talk about black stuff. So speaking of black stuff, I have two wonderful brown people in the studio today. My highly esteemed guests. I have Tahara Lee. She's the president of the George Washington Carver Foundation. And Stacey Smith, youth services specialist man y'all got some oh got to give him some love on that one too thanks god are you nervous don't be nervous Uh, not really not really well um let's talk about you because being the president of the what is the george washington carver um foundation so the George Washington Carver Foundation has was established to basically help offset the funding and different services or stuff that's needed for the Carver Center in Bunnell. Okay. And the Carver Center, my understanding, is the location of the former black high school. That's and a lot of people don't know that. It's located in Bunnell. You need to go by there and check it out. Um, there's a building that's erected there that has so many services. And you are the president of the foundation. You're young. Yes, I am. 33. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I I love that. Be, to see um, young, you prefer black or African-American? I prefer black American or whatever, or just American. African-American. Because I don't know nothing about Africa. <laughs> 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 I ain't never been to Africa. Don't know nothing about Africa. You ask me about America, I can tell you some, something, something about that. Um, so I always, you're laughing. I think I'm funny. Pastor <laughs> thinks she's funny. You know, I tell people in my church, if the pastor thinks she's funny, then she's funny. So I'm, I'm kind of funny though. <laughs> but, um, so you provide, I mean, you're president of the foundation, you're young mm-hmm. and I love to see that. What I've been noticing throughout the years, um, when you think about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and all the greats that have come and gone, and then we still have some that are still leading the charge in the fight. Where are the young people, right? Where are right. the young ones? Um, what made you get so involved? Um, I, my passion is working with youth. I've, I've overall been like affiliated with the facility for over 10 years. So it just came naturally. Once the, once the opportunity became available, I just stepped right into place. It, it was just like all natural for me. And how about you, Stacy? What's up? How you doing? Hey, <laughs> you're a youth services specialist. What is that? Um, youth services specialist is someone that 
helps the students guide through the programs that we have at the Carver Center. So we can have tutoring at the Carver Center. We have um, grades check at the Carver Center. We have activities that we put on for the students. So I help them utilize what we bring into the center so they can get the full potential of the center. A lot of people think because it's located in Benel, mm-hmm. that is on the just south side. on the south side, that is just for um, black minority kids. Not at all. It's for every person in the community to come in there. Not and, just to, anybody here yeah, in the county. Mm-hmm. They want to get grade checked. They want to get tutoring. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you have um, a GED program we that's do. also mm-hmm. out of there. Road to Success. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Miss Lee is the... Um, yeah, I'm also the case manager for Road to Success You You're program. the case yes. manager? Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about Road to Success. So Road to Success was it's a youth program, um, GED life skill training program. It was established in 2011. Um, I've been working with them since 15, 2015. So we basically um, just help students to get on the path to get their GED. Um, it's, it's like an alternative program. If they dropped out of high school, they can come to us and get life skill training. We help with um, resume writing, um, college exploration. We do college tours. We do, we do a number of different things just to get them on the path to be successful. Wow. You know, what? college isn't for everyone, mm-hmm. right? And apparently now high school isn't for everyone. The, when right. you think about the bullying that's been going on, mm-hmm. people don't, I don't like what you wear. I don't like what you look. I don't like how you twitch. Regar- you know, regardless <laughs> of what it, I mean, that's that. that's right. reality, all yeah. of that. And you shouldn't have those type of pressures. You shouldn't have those, you know, that type of things, things going on, on in school. Mm-hmm. You should just be able to go get an education and come home. Right. So offering these alternatives have been helpful and i realized that the road to success program the ged program has a the graduation rate is over yeah. the top literally it, we, it's it's just like um it's more of a like home environment for our kids they can come in they feel comfortable it's a smaller classroom setting so it's versus like 30 kids in a classroom we have like maybe six or seven at a time so they can get that hands-on help it's more intimate Mm-hmm. So um, I, I find that's what makes the program so successful because we we can actually help all of the students one on one. We get more time with them, so it just makes the process so much easier. So, Stacey, you guide the youth, right? Yes, man. I don't know how you do it. Ooh, with prayer. Wee. You hear me? Prayer. Let me tell you, some of these kids. Now you can't say it, but I'll say it. Some of these kids. I'm just going. I, I don't know. I mean. You know what? I, I, I've done this before with kids. You're going to laugh at this. You're talking about prayer. I've, you know, I've worked with kids in school and stuff, and you're not supposed to talk about religion and mm-hmm. all these other mm-hmm. things. So I used to anoint my hands with oil. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter, my youngest daughter, she caught on. I used to anoint my hands with oil, and I would see the kids and be high-fiving and smacking oh, them on man. the head. Yeah. <laughs> Demon come out. You know, in my mind, I'd be saying it, you know, high-fiving. Right. Now all the all the kids in Flagler County go, that's what Pastor Jay was doing. Yeah. I'll never forget. My daughter went, Mom, you're not tricking. You're not fooling anybody. I know what you're doing. I'm going, there's something going on. Have you noticed over the years that our youth, they just, I don't know if they need more help. Maybe they just need more people to listen. I don't know. What do you think it might be? I think it is that also that we need more people to listen. Like our, um, when I was younger, we had more role models. So mm-hmm. I think we're lacking a lot of role models right now. So I'm just, I'm always pushing that we get more role models back into the community because we have so many kids that need someone to, they're not getting it at home. They need it to be in where the schools are at or where the community centers are at. And we need more people that can help with a passion to help these kids find that where they're going because a lot of them are lost. They don't know where they're going. So the Carver Center brings a place of uniqueness and it brings a place of freedom for our students. So we get to talk to them 
about lifehood, life goals or what's going on in school. And we also get the brain, like facilitate them to work on who they are and becoming better kids in the community. So have you had any success stories that you want to share or something that happened that just really moved you that you, um, you like, wow, this is a kid, um, that I didn't think was going to make it out alive, but they're still thriving. We see, I see that all the time. It's just, it's just good to see them when they come back and visit, um, when they go off and graduate and they come back years later and we're still there. Like they just still have us on their mind, come back and tell us how much we helped them. And it just, just, it's just a great, a great feeling. And the student that came the other day, the um, two girls that came with the card where they work at their job. Oh yes. Yes. So she, they're managers. Yeah. So oh, two of wow. them are, yeah, two of them are managers. Now they opened up their own store, um, the ice cream place. Totally. Yeah. So that was great. That was I, great I, to see. I like yeah. ice cream. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I do. I like to eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. was great to see. We haven't seen them in like over a year too. So that was cool. It's wonderful. To see mm-hmm. the Carver, the GW, the George Washington Carver center is different than any other community center within um, Flagler County. I say that because, you know, we have the community center in Palm Coast and a couple of different places and um, out in the Mondex and different areas, like several of them that are open to the community. But the George Washington Carver Community Center, which is located on the south side, as you say, it's predominantly a black community. Not all, not yes, 100%. Not all. Um, but it has a uniqueness to it. I've seen um, wakes there, weddings, family reunions. <laughs> yeah. You know, yep. uh, just a lot of stuff happening. Sports that's been going on there. Mm-hmm. People, it's been a safe haven um, after school program, just a place to kind of hang out when mom and dad aren't home. It's been that sort of community piece. And it's like a legacy there. Right. How does that make you feel to be part of something like that? Well, me and Stacy, we talk about it every day. It was just a blessing to be a part of it all. Totally. Because... It's a, a lot seeing the kids come in. It's like it's a general. I told him earlier, it's generational. Mm. So we we know their parents, the grandparents. We we are in the facility every day for years. So we get to see each generation come through, mm. and it's 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 a different experience. Yeah. Are you we, are you guys from that area? No, I'm not. I I'm am. I'm born and raised right behind the gym. Are gym. you yes. serious? So as a kid, I would jump my ditch where uh-huh. my grandmother lived, there, and I would go to the gym. Mm-hmm. So like um, mm-hmm. me coming back to the Carver Center was more like a, I wanted to give back to what blessed me. So I was I didn't I started volunteering at the Carver Center with giving vocal lessons and stuff, and then I got an opportunity was presented for me for a job there. So that's how I became a youth specialist now that I am. So it's just I want to just give back to what was feeding into me. So like if I can go in there and be like the leading position of what someone fed into me to these kids now, maybe they will come out and be something that's greater than who I am. So So we're going to talk about that and some more stuff. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch that dial. You are listening to Today with Pastor Jay. NMLS number 228111, CHL NMLS number 156.22. Hi, this is Steve Verrier, your proven local source for residential home financing needs. We can often say yes when others say no. So if you're having trouble, please let us take a look. You can find me online at thefloridamortgagecenter.com or call direct at 386-866-1112. 
We're proud to be a sponsor of Today with Pastor Jay. My name is Leslie Jiscom, and I am with the African American Entrepreneurs Association, and we are delighted to be a sponsor of Today with Pastor Jay. We have a free nationwide business directory listing. You can pick that up on aaeaassociation.org. Our 800 number is 1-800-671-1397. One of my favorite poems is by Maya Angelou, and it's called Steel I Rise. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Because I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room. I mean, I love that poem by Maya. And you do too? I mean, she doesn't Does my sexiness Ooh, upset you? Come on. Does it come as a surprise <laughs> that I dance like I've got diamonds at the meeting of my thighs? I mean, it's just wonderful. Um, this poem has spoke so much to me um, personally, not just because... Um, she's a black woman that wrote it, but just how it start, man, I tell you, talk about the lies. When you live a life unto the Lord, the attacks are so severe. And I've been under attack for probably about, it seemed like my whole life. But every time I'm getting ready to do something special or something extra for God, there's always something crazy coming up. So now I've got a new saying, Ooh, Ooh, tell me again what I did right? <laughs> so I could get it right. Even though it wasn't me, now I start play. I just play part of it, but yeah, it's it's great. The end of that poem go leaving behind nights of terror and fear. I rise into a daybreak that's wondrously clear. I rise right, bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the dream and the hope of the slave. I rise. I rise. I rise, and that's what we do. We rise, and you growing up there and. Jumping over the ditch, yeah. now you're here, and, <laughs> and you leading the charge for foundation being young. I'm so happy. I'm tired of old people doing stuff. Where the young ones at? Where my That's people true. at? Really? Right here, I mean, they right gonna, here, right the here. legacy, the hope, the dream going to die with them. So I'm just so proud of what you are doing in our community and how you're giving back to those that look like us. Absolutely. So, all right. So do you have a favorite Black history. My grandmother's my favorite, by the way. That's but what I was going to say. Is it? Yeah. Your grandma? Oh, yeah. my well, grandma. I was going to say my grandparents. Okay. They're 90. Well, one is 90 and one is 94. Mm-hmm. And it's just a blessing to still have them around. They went through so many generations of change. And yes. they went to the Martin Luther King speech in person. So I just it's just great having them around still just for their knowledge and Yeah, my grandmother just turned 95 and I went to New York and yeah. we celebrated her and She's just extra special. And I remember her yeah. telling a story. She was teaching um, kindergarten, um, white children, mm-hmm. and they was washing their hands. And they kept asking her, Miss um, Crawford, why your dirt not coming off? Because mm-hmm. she was brown. People forget where we've come from, yeah. right? That's right. And what we've had to endure. One of the things I share often with those that don't look like me because it's important to have friends and everyone that serve and protect us that educate us should look like all of us not mm-hmm. just some of us so you can understand right. the culture and that's that's an important trait i believe that's an important trait otherwise you're going to believe all the stuff on television what they say right that every black person in a hoodie going to shoot you and kill you i mean the stereotype is real and mm-hmm. and stacy you got have you dealt with that stereotype 
Well, I haven't dealt with a much of a stereotype, but I have dealt with the things that the community has dealt with, like um, like maybe riding your bike at the wrong time, being stereotyped mm-hmm. for that, and um. I mean, what time I, are we supposed to ride the bike? Yeah, for ride. sure. Like I remember one time I wrote to the I, my grandma let me go to the store, and I don't know if I forgot my light. Maybe I, and maybe I guess I think the dark had caught me, and on my way back, I yeah, because you know we got to get home. I had to push dark. my bike back. Mm-hmm. Because the officer followed me back there, oh, so that wow. was one thing I had remembered. Like, frankly, like I can still remember like that going through being black in a community that was like leaving from one side of the store and then being caught on the bike. And I was trying to get back home because my grandma gave me permission, but the darkness caught me. Mm-hmm. So I had the to darkness push, caught me, and I had Woo! to push my bike. He followed me all the way, pushing my bike home. Wow. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite um, hero? Well, Black since we're talking about grandma, I, w- I was going to speak of um, George Washington Carver because we are here about the Carver Center. He was yes. He invented um, the peanut. Well, he didn't invent the peanut, but with the peanut, he made so many things about it. But my grandmother definitely was because she was such. She left such a legacy. Like me seeing her works and her studying to God and just believing that God can do anything. So I believe she has installed a lot of that because she raised me. So I can just say that she's still my hero today with her not being here. Mm. So Now, did she teach you to sing? Cause she did not, but it, I saw her worship. So really? That's what made me really want to be more of who what God's oh, called. Oh, wow. So, to see Grandma worship. Yeah, so that's like really how I'm just like really connected in what people say or like the things of the earth because she just showed me how to just be discerning and believe what God has planned for my life and just go forth without holding back. How important um, is the black church when you were growing up compared to now? Cause I don't, oh, I don't, it's very important. I don't, back then. Yeah. I don't, very. is it it's, me? Start, I don't see, see it, it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Before if there was something going on, everybody went to the black church That's because right. the pastor would tell everybody and all that. Now we looking for people. Yeah, we are. We're in search like really bad. I was speaking to, cause I go to, I'm a member of St. Paul missionary Baptist church, mm-hmm. pastor Abram. He's a great pastor. And I was telling him that, we're missing like our community's missing the the mm. hunger of a pastor wanting to see a community built again. <laughs> but and that's I, what the Carverson is doing, yeah, right? Is. The GW Carverson, and that's what you're building yes. there is to bring that community back. And mm-hmm. right, yeah. So we've got some upcoming events. Let's talk about that. Yes, we do. We have our Motown event. It's our annual event. Um, live music and dinner. This year it is going to be held on March 23rd, um, six o'clock to nine o'clock. And the tickets right now, they are actively live on our website, um, w.carverfoundation.org. So you can go on there and purchase the tickets stri- straight off the website. And um, there are some other things that you can review on the website for purchase as well um, pertaining to the event. So what's going to be going on at night? I mean, Motown we, Madness. What, what's, what's happening? So we're going back into the 60s Ooh. and the 70s. What y'all, what y'all know about that? Y'all too young, but we're doing our research. I saw a joke the other day. Um, where a teacher was talking about Usher was going to be. Did y'all see that on social yeah, media? Yeah. And she was teaching them. And one yeah. of the kids said, the 1,000s? <laughs> <laughs> so y'all did some research yes, on the 60s. Research, yes. Oh, okay. So yeah. yeah, we just want to go back in time and just have like, we have a live band. They're going to definitely do some Motown hits. And mm. We're going to have um, dinner going on. So just trying to make it just a fun event something fresh and new because this is going to be our first time that's right so we're Uh we're pretty excited about it very excited yeah they the carver center has this event every year so we just want we just trying to come together and think of how we can bring a fresh new look to things 
keep the traditional way, of course, but we wanted to add some, some flavor right. to it as well. So we're excited about it. And the it. tickets are how much? The tickets are $60. $60, and you can go to the website, carverfoundation.org yep. to grab a ticket. Yep. All right, guys. Um, I'm going to take another break. Got to pay the bills and say give a shout-out to Steve Area, the Florida Mortgage Center.com, and to Church and Rock. Thank you for sponsoring today, Pastor Jay. Oh, sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught. Hey, this is James Bellino, pastor of Church on the Rock, and I want to personally invite you to our services on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Our church is located at Route 1 in Benel, and, and we offer a service that seeks the Holy Spirit to be led and guide in the kingdom of God's people coming together to be trained and equipped and then to be sent out into the community. Christ said to make disciples to go throughout the earth, and that's our, our call, and that's our belief at Church on the Rock. Visit our website at Church on the Rock. PC.com. Immediately following Today with Pastor Jay at 8.30 a.m., you'll go from hearing me on a talk show to hearing me in my church service. Join me, Gerland Ministries Reverse Church, by dialing in 904-701-7177. Listen, you don't have to get up to go to church now. You can just call in 904-701-7177. Dial in and listen to the Word of God today. Welcome back to Today with Pastor Jay. And those sweet voices are Tahara Lee and Stacey Smith. I wish I could say, I really think, I'm jealous. I wish I could say. See, you know, I mean, man... Next time. You know, it's like get history. Them, Do you know a little? I need some vocal lessons. Listen, well, Stacey's perfect for that. I need some vocal lessons. I desire to sing. I want yeah. to sing. I was. Um, I'm the director for She Leads Florida, where I honor women for their faith. Most people don't know oh, that. Nice. We're having our launch on the 23rd, honoring women all over the state of Florida for their wow. faith, and um, just coming out. But. When I was at She Leads America for our retreat last year, they put gave me a choir robe and put me in a choir. Man, you couldn't tell, you couldn't tell me anything. I remember. I arrived. Yeah, my, cho- my children, you know, I used to preach and I used to try to worship and sing. They used to turn my microphone phone down. Oh, man. Yeah. When I start singing, they'd be in a sound booth. They would turn my mic down. <laughs> Mama, you lost us. They're like, they're like, yeah, and I'll be going at it thinking I'm doing something. Thank you guys so much You're for welcome. coming. Um, so I know we've got some other events coming up other than Motown Madness. You can go to carafoundation.org, get a ticket, and the tickets are? $60. $60. And the money's going to go to? Oh, um, the proceeds are going to go to the Carver Center mm-hmm. uh, for supplies and different things that we we do in the, in the center. So Miss Miss Robinson and Stacy they'll utilize the funds for to put back into the community. That's going to be great. And we have a, something else coming up. Don't we have a Juneteenth thing we happening? Do we do have up. Juneteenth and we that's something that we're working on still. So we that's just, this is going to be the first time for that. So mm-hmm. we are super excited. And that's June 16th? 16th. June 16th. Okay, and we'll have you back and we'll talk for more information. You know, you guys sung Amazing Grace. Do y'all know the history of that song? Mm-mm. Uh-uh. No. Inform me, please. I'll tell you. I'm going to tell you what little bit I know. It was written by a slave trader, a man mm-hmm. on the train. He, yeah, on a slave ship. Mm-hmm. And he was bringing slaves from Africa here to America. Anyway, he sung that. He created that song. Amazing wow. Grace and stop the slave trade. He stopped doing it. 
Oh, man. I know. Isn't that something? That is. Grace is amazing. His, right. his grace is amazing. It's amazing. Thank you guys for being on my show. Thank this was painless, wasn't us. it? Well, you know, I have to give a tribute because my anniversary is on the 28th to my boo, to my baby. Happy anniversary. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so very much. So on February the 28th, it'll be 15 years. So I want to say, honey, I love you. You are amazing. God has used you to heal me. And I can't think of a better way to tell you how many times or or how often or how much I love you. But five months into our marriage, my husband looked at me and said, you are so pure to me. Only God can do that. So I want to say happy anniversary, baby. I love you. And maybe we'll, you know. Keep it going for another 15,000 years. That's right. All right, guys. You know what I say? Yesterday's gone. Tomorrow's not promised. What are you going to do today? Today, you're going to go to the CarverFoundation.org. You're going to buy a ticket. And you're going to help me celebrate my anniversary. And if you see my husband, just say, let's pray for him because he deals with me every day. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day. (laughs) 